bonus content. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. I am Robert. And we're the Film Flamers. Bringing you some bonus content. This episode of bonus content, we're going to be talking about potential sequels to Copycat. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot since our last episode, so uh, I'd like to hear what you have for it. Well, I think that it's got to have, you cannot have Copycat uh, without Sigourney Weaver, Holly Hunter, and Harry Connick Jr. And as far as we know, all three survived at the end of Copycat. All three are kicking and loving life. That's right. They're all kicking ass and taking names. Exactly. So presumably Sigourney Weaver is doing a little bit better. You know, she's not agoraphobic anymore. She's getting back and on with her life. She's doing lectures again or... See, here's where I didn't know. I was trying to think where I would put her in the sequel. I didn't know if I wanted her to be agoraphobic anymore or maybe she just like, you know, lost all of it whenever she, you know beat the other serial killer. I think it opens with Holly Hunter on a normal day uh, as a detective. Maybe she's actually about to retire from the force, finally, after you know decades of service. And what do they get? They get a call that Sigourney Weaver has disappeared. We don't know where she is. And also, guess who has escaped? Daryl Lee Cullum. Daryl Lee Cullum, played by Harry Connick Jr., so Holly Hunter, since she is fairly intimate on this case from years earlier, has to go on a cat and mouse chase with Harry Connick Jr. to find out what happened to Sigourney Weaver's character and save her. Well, that's a hell of a lot better than mine, shit. But at the end of the day, <laughs> Sigourney Weaver saves herself. Mm, like she always do. By pushing him off of a bridge <laughs> and hanging him by her squirrel covers. Samsung squirrel covers. I uh, <laughs> should have mentioned squirrel covers in my sequel. I really saw <laughs> Sigourney Weaver as still being agoraphobic, and she is giving her lectures, but she's giving them from inside her home. And as some time has passed, she can do this with her illustrious computer set up in her fantabulous apartment. Mm. And Holly Hunter has, in fact, increased her level to, like, chief of police. Oh, yeah, right. that makes more sense. And as Sigourney Weaver is giving her lectures online to people, she has changed the order in which she's talking about serial killers. And she has started to talk about more recent people, like the Green River Killer or Israel Keys. And similarly to the first movie, things start to happen and she pieces it together. And ultimately, it's Daryl Lee Cullum who's behind the whole thing because he's doing that from prison. And he's going to stop at nothing to get her like some sort of fantabulous supervillain. Ultimately, I just wanted to see a little bit more of the inside of Sigourney Weaver's apartment because I think we really only got to see like the living room and Andy's room with the well-made bed. So I want to spend a little bit more time in there just to get a feel of it to see if I want to move to San Francisco or not. Should we perpetuate the the gays don't get happy endings trope by giving her yet another gay roommate who gets killed? I think we should give her a lesbian. Oh. Because I, I think that a lesbian assistant would have been way more attentive to her and probably not have gone out as much and certainly would not have been decapitated. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't know. So, I mean, out of our sequels, should we try to, like, make some amalgam and write it and see if we can become famous? And Yeah. I mean... Or better yet, the film opens and we don't have to pay Sigourney Weaver, so it's just led by Holly Hunter and Harry Connick Jr. I don't, Holly Hunter almost got nominated for an Oscar this year, so, I mean, she's probably in high demand, too. We're going to have to get some lesser-known people. Hmm... Harry Connick Jr. will do it. I'm sure his price tag lower. Copycat, the next generation. <laughs> exactly. Maybe it could be a TV show. It could. It could very well be a TV I show. I remember there was a TV show called The Profiler that basically went on different bad guys, but the main villain was someone that was, you know, that that, that was that knew the profile, the main the main character profiler. I mean, yeah, we talked about this during the episode, and I I still agree that I would watch a weekly series of this. Yeah. Or at least DVR it and then binge it later on. Yeah. Well, anyway, guys, that was our thoughts and ideas on potential sequels of Copycat. You should email us if you have any better ideas, which probably won't be too difficult. (laughs) (laughs) However, we want to say that any ideas for sequels come straight to us and we earn all the rights. Yes. And also, we want to thank you so much for being supporters and listening to our bonus episode number two. Uh, maybe in the future we'll talk about other sequels to horror movies that we've covered or we have not. If you have ideas for any of these, please email us or find us on Facebook or Twitter at The Film Flamers. And our email address is tiredqueens at filmflamers.com. Mm-hmm. And we are tired. Yes, we are. We're always tired. Sweet dreams. <laughs> <laughs>